Hello, hello there. Welcome back again to our podcast. This is Chelly and this is Oscar. Yes. So welcome again. Today's topic is going to be about mental health. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mental health. So we do want to talk about this topic just because it's has grown in how much people um have talked about it the awareness and even like seeing it on social media so we want to talk more about that um so yeah so we're going to get started but first let's do a quick check-in i do want to do a check-in oscar okay let's do that all right so that part of good. mental health right yeah. check-ins see where you're at yeah so we also do that in teaching as well. In as teaching, that's teacher, yeah. I do that in my therapy sessions as well. Oh, shoot. Okay, overlap <laughs> connections. Yes, um, and it's always great. I think we can start off by like when you check in with your friends that way, like just how you're doing. If it's like one word to describe your day, or mm-hmm. you know, like anything that you want to share prior to this, you know, we were mm-hmm. talking about how we're we were doing. In yeah, a very yeah, long a time. Check-in. Yeah, we had a long check in. <laughs> but yeah, so right now, how are you feeling? Use one word. One word. I am feeling um, uh, maybe rejuvenated a little bit. Rejuvenated, maybe wow. Rejuvenated a little bit, re energized. Dang, that's a good word. Yeah. I was just going to say calm. Calm, yeah, calm too, calm too. My check in yeah. is calm. I'm calm, relaxed, yeah, present. Present, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I feel the same way, too. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so we do want to talk about uh, mental health just because it's part of our daily life. And I think that's something that, you know, people know, but they don't really know. Like, just like our physical health, like, we all have a mental health <laughs> like yeah. we all do yeah, yeah. it's not only when you get depression or anxiety or right, right. you know when you have suicidal ideation or you have anxiety or panic attacks where you start using mental health like it's with us mm-hmm. because it has to do with our brain and how we think yeah and we're thinkers right we human are. beings are thinkers right, so right. i think that's one thing that i first want to talk about just yeah. how mental health is part of us. Yeah, yeah. And I, I also wanted to just kind of take a step back and mm-hmm. kind of give people context in okay. case they don't know that, you know, Chelly Araceli um, is, was a mental health provider, right, for five, for I don't know how many years. Yeah, for and uh, a half. I mean, you can say you still are, right? Yeah, uh, I still extent, am. Right? And yes. I was also a teacher, so I feel like as being part of, you know, being a teacher, uh, you you learn about that through mm-hmm. your students and obviously even your own mental health is like as a teacher as a therapist you learn a lot about that <laughs> yes. you you definitely have to explore that as part of the the job and and being in contact with other people mm-hmm. and other human beings so yeah i just wanted to like bring that to light too yes so that way you guys understand where we're coming from yeah uh and how where we've been learning about some of that stuff yeah and i think that's really good to bring up because i think mental health to me i know about it and i'm more aware of it because of my profession Mm -hmm. just like you as Mm -hmm. a teacher Mm -hmm. and like i said in the beginning mental health has always been there 
always like yeah. since we're well, since we woke up <laughs> since, since we're we birth <laughs> since we're born you we have our our brain we have our thoughts yeah right. of course we develop right as um, when we're newborns but it's interesting because I never heard about mental health until I went to college. Mm-hmm. Like, mental health was not talked about. I don't remember it being talked to me at home, at school, elementary, yeah. middle school. I, I'm i trying to remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I remember going to a school counselor, but oh, everything had to do with academics. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing about my mental health. Yeah, like how I was um, feeling or... I knew about a wellness center. I knew that there was like somewhere you can go in manual arts mm-hmm. when we went to that high school. Yeah. But there was there wasn't any like, oh yeah, take care of your mental health or yeah, mental no. health until I got to college. And I think one of the biggest breakthroughs was when I got dismissed, and I really mm-hmm. had a really mm-hmm. bad, bad um down like depression. Right. Yeah. That I went to a psychologist. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then that's when I knew that therapy is expensive as well. Yes, therapy is expensive and it's very highly inaccessible sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So even though our mental health is always with us, just like our physical health, mm-hmm. just like our dentist appointments, phys- um, our physicals that we need that is required by the school for us to have those vaccines, or our physicals, it's, it's been there. But... It, I just know more about like my dentist appointments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my physicals, my vaccinations than right. I do someone talking to me or screening me for a mental, mental health mental health issue, issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and I think that's one thing that I do wanna bring up first because it's like right now at this moment I feel like children are learning a lot about mental health mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like than we were back in the Early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> 90s, late 90s. 90, late 90s, early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. Yes, that's when we were growing up. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I have, like, a lot of thoughts, too. And I think my, I guess my experience with it has been, um, I I think I first learned about it when I was, uh, like, in health. I think in health class a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I did know that there was something around but it was, you know what it was a lot around? It was a lot around, like, drugs and alcohol, I think. Uh, yes. So there was a lot about, like, don't drink because it, like, messes your brain. Mm-hmm. It kills your brain cells. And so I think I was... And then it, it, it like, paired really well with the, with the um, I guess not with no personal, but, like, it, it paired really well with some of the life situations I was dealing with at the time growing up with, you know, a dad that drunk, that was, like, drinking a lot. So, you know, there was that, it, it like, kind of, I was like, yeah, I guess it, like, fits, like, it's not good for you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not good for your mental health. And it yeah. results in some negative situation. So, yeah, I think I knew about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I didn't know too much about, like, I think something that now, I think even now I'm learning a lot about is like how to, I guess, like treat or how to improve it or how to work on it. Because I, I just, I think at the time it was just like, it's something that is usually associated with negative. Mm-hmm. It's just when you're like negatively mm-hmm. having mental health yes. issues and when you're uh, no longer functioning. When you're no longer functioning, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to it's, you know, it's just like your physical health. It mm-hmm. can be good, it can be bad, it can be, it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a wave, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of my experience yeah. with mental health. I, I did want to say, though, like, because mental health has always been there, I think it, there were ways that maybe we treated them 
mm-hmm. but they were not the conventional ways. And maybe that's a whole another topic and discussion. Yes. Because I remember, you know, like I think now I'm trying to think about like specific examples, but I feel like usually like mental health would like like my my like for example you had like a headache. Right. And it was because of so much stress, like school stress or like something was happening. Or you were overthinking mm-hmm. about things and like you would tell your parents and my mom yes. would be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's un dolor de cabeza. Like do this for that. So it was a lot of dealing with the uh, with the physical, like the physical symptoms, the physical symptoms, because that's what we yeah. could see. That's what mm-hmm. we could feel. Mm-hmm. But understanding our thoughts, understanding our thought mm-hmm. patterns, understanding how to our deal with that, our feelings, our emotions. That was like that's a that's, whole another like that's yeah. something that right now I think that's like I'm like what is that? Only the privilege can get that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, when yeah, we're yeah, talking about good... access, right, to mental right, health and right, therapy, because right. that's basically what therapy is, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like even now, and I think that's something that you wanted to talk about the treatment right or how to improve it there's mm-hmm. always tips out there i think the tips of how to improve our coping skills of we mm-hmm. call it um anyone can give you those mm-hmm. teachers life coaches people who have struggled with mental health they provide their own ways of improving yeah. right but again like to improve the symptoms right that right, come right, like right. the feelings of how your body is reacting Mm-hmm. right but yeah therapy is more specifically of like seeing what you're thinking or like looking observing and processing your thoughts like and also finding the root of the problem like what experiences have made you have these thoughts yeah. that you strongly believe right and some of these thoughts are not the best thoughts they're like what we call cognitive distortions thoughts that are imp- negative and not helpful at all mm-hmm. and some of them are un- not safe mm-hmm. yeah because it, it leads to a path of like harming se- yourself or um, not wanting to live anymore mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah i think that's very important very important to be able to also treat those symptoms like because i think that's one of the first steps mm-hmm. how to treat it how to right, improve right. it you know, if feel I'm better. feeling this way. Yeah. Yeah. I did want to ask you oh, a question. Because okay. yeah. so, we talked about, like, hearing mental health. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, I didn't hear it until I was college. And I think when I was at my worst. Yeah. So, and I needed intervention. Mm-hmm. But now looking back with all the knowledge, is there a time during elementary, high school where you're like, oh, yeah, I did have some, my mental health was not doing great at that time. Oh, man. Yeah. If you want to share. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, this gets... Yeah, it gets into... Yeah, it gets into... Because I do, I do have a, I have, a I have... I have... I have... Uh, I have a few moments, actually. Mm-hmm. I have a few moments. Um, I think some that I've been able to more process and think about with therapy, actually. Mm-hmm. And there's still some that I still have not mm-hmm. fully processed or talked about. So... Um, but yeah, yeah, I've definitely had some moments and um, they do impact you. I mean, I, I, I think I, I, I mean, even in like middle school, I remember being, and I know like middle school is like really tough for everyone because mm-hmm. everybody went through tons of changes. But I remember in middle school being like really tough because I was like, I felt very like depressed. I felt very like sad. I felt very like mm-hmm. there were so many different things that I was feeling and thinking. Um, and, and then now looking back at it, I was like, oh, okay. There were those. Mo- there were there are these moments that kind of caused that, and mm. and uh, and yeah. And now I'm like, 
you know, trying to heal, trying to figure out yeah. how to think about those moments and how to process them. And yeah. and uh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you had a similar experience with me. Because now that I look back, I remember this. And this might be TMI. And, you know, (laughs) I hope no high school friends are hearing this because it's going to be very embarrassing. But I remember 10th grade, I think it was 10th grade. I don't know why, but after lunch, Mm -hmm. my stomach, I would have a very strong stomach ache Mm -hmm. for some reason. I don't know. Always. Every day after lunch, especially with a certain period, which is my biology class. Mm -hmm. Or I think English and biology. I don't know. Like, it was one after the other. Either it was, it was like the last class mm-hmm. of the day. My stomach, and I, I, until I knew about mental health, I'm like, crap. I have some type of anxiety. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, all I could know is that after lunch, my stomach hurts, mm-hmm. and I have to go to the restroom. Yeah. And good thing these, these teachers, they really liked me because I was very smart. So they would let me go to the restroom. But sometimes I would go like two to three times in a wow. class setting. And sometimes I would sometimes have to go oh a fourth time. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we know that in high school, especially in our time, you really didn't, weren't allowed to go to the restroom. And sometimes yeah. I would have to go to the restroom like 15 minutes in to the yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes when I try, because I'm like, I don't know why. And I don't know if you remember those pretzel poppers. That they sell at, uh, at, at my, in high yeah, school? Yeah, yeah right, like the, the pizza. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, already yeah, said yeah. the name of those okay, high school yeah. a while back. But like, I would eat them. So I felt like that was the reason why I would get mm-hmm. um, stomach ache. So I stopped eating them. But they were still, so I changed to Nature Valley. And I'm like, okay, I'll eat a Nature Valley bar, right? Still, we'll get the same thing. And I'm like, I won't eat at all. And then that didn't work out because then my stomach started hurting plus I had a stomach ache. Okay. So then I was like, what is going on? And I remember there was a, a few days. I would say, I just remember two times. I would start passing gas. <laughs> yeah. I will fart. I will fart. Like, honestly. And, and what helped was that the class was really loud. So even I didn't, I don't even know if my you could hear my farts because it was that loud so I couldn't even like tell but I remember wanting to, like, having to pass gas mm-hmm. and even that didn't help my stomach still hurt yeah so, so yeah what was the I really don't know oh at that time uh-huh. and even like now that I, like when I started thinking about like hey like that explains my you know like, like potentially as a potentially reason. I had anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, or has some type of anxiety. But then I'm like, why is it always after lunch? Mm-hmm. Why is it always? So I'm like, I liked my teachers. I liked my, you know, I was doing really well. I was an A student. And I'm just, I'm wondering if it's just my body that processed the whole day. Yeah. And it was just ready to release. Ready, yeah. Like it no. was ready to like let go and be like, you're yeah, almost yeah. done of the day. Just let it all out. No, it's, it's, and sometimes uh, it's like when we suppress, right? We hold in all these stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And that could be anxiety too. When you right. just hold in. And for me, I held it in. My body held it in. Mm-hmm. And then it, it yeah. released. Well, I guess I was going to say from the perspective of a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, like that last block is always the toughest because students are either really tired or, mm-hmm. 
or sometimes really energetic after lunch too. Yeah. They're just it's just like a wide range of things, and mm-hmm. everybody's kind of decompressing or, or, or yeah. letting loose. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was that I was that student who was super quiet mm-hmm. and was just trying to focus really hard and do the work because they yeah. didn't want to go to the restroom because yeah. I and my stubborn self was like, no, you're you not to, going to the restroom you today. Yeah. You have to suck it up. And then sometimes I could, even though at the end it just hurt me and I had to go to the restroom right after Mm -hmm. school or I had to raise my hand. And I think I'm very thankful that I had teachers who were very understanding Mm -hmm. and didn't question me. I remember one time my biology teacher was kind of like, again, like, like, okay then or kind of questioning me not right. in a rude way but was just kind of like what's, what's going, going on, on? Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah didn't yeah so i'm just thinking like wow like i yeah. wonder and i was again i'm thinking like what is it what yeah, is yeah. it what anxiety and again maybe my my mind is suppressing certain experiences you know but i again i felt like i was a high functioning student so maybe it was just like overall yeah, like yeah keeping up with grades, being in decathlon, yeah. like, all that stuff. Right, Like, right, all right. together, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think the, the interesting thing for me, too, is now I feel, because we do talk more about mental health, I think students are, like, in the classroom, now, you know, for example, now that I was teaching, I mm-hmm. feel like in the classroom, teachers kind of know a little bit more about that, and they're kind of like, okay, this person is clearly, like, really tired and mm-hmm. really stressed, um, and, and I don't know if like teachers didn't think that before or like what the, I, I have a feeling they did, but it was, maybe it was just like the way that, you know, this the, is out of my scope of yeah. practice kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going a little bit into mine <laughs> just because, uh, I guess I also worked at a small school. No, I'm so. saying maybe, maybe yeah. teachers thought that like, oh, this is too much. This is not part of my responsibility kind of thing. Yeah. I guess like the way scope. that I, it's, it's funny because as a teacher, I've had students who have had some severe like things like I had, you know, I'm not going to go too much into the deal, but, like, I've had students who, like, a student who had, like, really, you know, like, ideation, like, very terrible, like, you know, had suicide ideation and, or, mm-hmm. or was, like, dealing with a lot of anxiety, and so, yeah, like, obviously, we want to give those students, mm-hmm. right, the, you know, the breaks or whatever, um, uh, but, yeah, but then you had other students who just, like, it, I mean, it was, like, at the end of the day, too, it was just, like, and this is where we say it, everybody has mental health, right, mm-hmm. like, everybody was tired, and, like, I was tired, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just, like, um, I think, we're brought up a lot with these thoughts of like we can't you know we can't be tired this is the time that we need to be at school and we need mm-hmm. to do this and that but now because we have that understanding of mental health like it's an explanation that we can use now to to better understand and students know that sometimes too now too mm-hmm. so it's i don't know i guess my what i'm trying to say is just that had you maybe had that language or that knowledge yeah. of it you might have been able to better address it or even talk about it with either mm-hmm. the teacher or like somebody else like hey this is happening to me mm-hmm. uh, but maybe you just saw it as like oh I'm just you know it's like it's this annoying just, thing this that, like, annoying, this I'm annoying eating thing. something like, wrong or yeah. something mm-hmm. which I was already assessing myself like okay don't eat pretzel poppers yeah change your your eating nature mm-hmm. valley okay don't eat anything no, that didn't help. Just drink this or trying to figure it out. And again, because I was showing physical symptoms, all I could think about was my physical health, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Because again, like you said, I didn't have the language mm-hmm. or the words to use like, hey, maybe something. there's something else going That's, on with me. Yeah, or 
right? Or something. Like it could be something that I'm going through, experiencing, yeah. or any thoughts that I'm having or stressors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it was something that was happening earlier on in the day where like you're mm-hmm. eating something even yeah. earlier or like, you know, your sleep or like there's like so many yeah, things yeah, connected so to it. Things. It's like your physical health is also connected yeah. to it too, which I yeah. think is one of the reasons why. I, I mean, I don't remember 10th grade me. Yeah. I really don't. So I'm like, uh, I just know all the drama. My chemical romance. <laughs> I just know my chemical romance and Green Day. Green Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but I think that was my first time. Now that looking back, I'm like, yeah, something happened there. Like, And then now talking about it, I remember in sixth grade, I had a similar situation happen to me too. I would always be at the nurse's office yeah, in yeah. sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes it's just because. I think I would just say, hey, um, can I go to the nurse's office? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. And I'll yeah, be like, yeah, okay, yeah. let me walk myself there yeah, and I'll yeah. sleep the day, the whole day. And they let you just And they there. let me. <laughs> well, maybe, I they really... have, maybe they did have a really good understanding of mental health then. Okay, so I can, A really I, good understanding, I yeah. Actually, they let me sleep good, yeah. for the yeah, whole yeah. six hours. Because yeah. honestly, it was like my first class. By nine, I'd be like, can I go to the and nurse's they, office? And they'd be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I go and they're like, okay. They check my, my, my temperature, like, oh, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to sleep? And I'm like, sure. okay, sure. <laughs> and I just go, they lock, they close the door, and like, okay. And I just sleep, and I think I you, did sleep the whole time, though. Say, so I'm like, man, maybe I really sleep. were sleep deprived. Yeah, which we were. Like, let's be honest. Like, looking back, I think for me, looking back, uh, food, sleep. Yeah like physical activity like it's not just our mental health like obviously our mental health was impacted <laughs> but like it's and it's connected yeah. to so many other things mm-hmm. like our socioeconomic status yes like where we live like I the mean, access we have like it's just so true. many things and when you start to go back and you start to look back that's and Jessica going was a baby at that yeah, time yeah. so I could yeah 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 like yeah. We, we don't realize and I don't, and maybe also because you know like when I, I mean you went to UCLA and mm-hmm. I went to Stanford and I yeah. saw these people that were like incredibly they look great they look like they slept they look like they, they had they food. got it all together they look like they worked out <laughs> yeah. and then i'm right here and i'm like what's going on and then suddenly and, and and they seem to have like sort of this resiliency that was not just connected to the mental health it was like connected mm-hmm. to other things like they yes. had access to really great resources and then mm-hmm. you start to realize like oh damn like at least in this environment mm-hmm. with what i have Mm-hmm. it's a little lacking but I guess yeah. that's another conversation yeah um, that's another diff- yeah. that's another one about um, different conversation yeah but uh, yeah that's true though that's true I think I'm I'm yeah I'm mind blown what you just said about really? like yeah like yeah. just realizing that hey I did sleep the whole time you were there sleep- you were tired. and I'm like I was tired. You were tired yeah and I'm like dang but you couldn't be tired. Yeah, but I couldn't be tired. Exactly, <laughs> because be we class. grew. Yeah, and yeah. I, I remember, yeah, I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that for a few days, I think. I yeah. think the whole you week I did it. that. Yeah, and then from there, and I was getting really bad grades, too. I don't know what happened there, but again, there's a lot of things that happened. Right. But yeah, by seventh grade, I was like, what? Getting good grades, going yeah. Interesting, yeah. So, I mean... Again, and I think that's the, that's our experience, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, From nineties, two thousands, and I'm not saying that every ch- child in the nineties or early two thousands that was going to high school, middle school, elementary was experiencing what we experienced, because I feel like there will be some people who knew about mental health, 
Yeah, well, that's tank. where the I think the things like socioeconomic status and access mm-hmm. to education and access to money. Yeah, that's where we're like. And I mean, low income, like in our. Oh yeah, in even our community. yeah, I guess even in our yeah. community. Cause yeah, because I would. There's different yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, and again, we were for like, hmm. One point five generation. Because I'm, t- I'm saying that we're first generation, but I think I'm hearing that we're the 1.5 generation or, or two, well, I guess like second generation. Well, our parents generation. are the first generation to come to this yeah. country. And so we're called we're second the... generation? Or are it we depends first on how gen- you say it. It depends yeah, on how right. you say it. First like, generation. Like born if, here. Because born if here. you think about it, we're the first generation Americans here. Yeah. Like here, okay. but. But it'll be second generation that we are here. Yeah, it's the second generation of people here, the first generation born here, I guess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know, I guess. I'm confused. I get confused very, by It just that. depends on how you use it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first uh, generation to go to college, right? We yeah. are definitely first generation to go to college because mm-hmm. none of our, the previous generation did not. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, so, I mean, because I feel like because we were in that generation, maybe they're second, third, fourth generations. That had I, more access. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy is that at Stanford, I took a class on, and uh, it was about Latino families. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember, and maybe I'm misquoting this, but I remember hearing this and I was like, damn, that's crazy. But something about how second generation, so not our generation, but our kids actually having like lower, res, uh, lower like, uh, what is it called? Like, we, the first generations tend to do really well because they're the ones that want to, you know, like, they're, like, the first people to go to college, the first mm-hmm. ones to get really good jobs, and they and they strive to, like, get their families out of poverty and stuff like that. But then the second generation, they tend to do, like, less well in terms of, like, maybe, like, monetarily or something like that. So I remember mm-hmm. reading something about that, uh, and it had to do with, like, identity issues yeah. and things. Oh. Also probably connected to mental health. Yeah. But different kind of situations. I guess we don't mm-hmm. know that yet because we're, you know, yeah. we don't have any kids, but. Yeah, we don't. Um, but yeah, that's a side thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but I guess do you want to talk now about maybe our experiences more recently? Or recently. Whether it be, yeah. I guess maybe we can also do college a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then kind of like where we learned mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah. And then maybe we can talk about what we do currently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and we can talk also about stigma. In, in relation to all the experiences. Yeah, if you want to talk about that. Yeah. But, okay, so we'll, we'll start. Yeah, I mean, recently, I feel like, yeah, because I am a mental health therapist, um, disciplined social work. So, mm-hmm. of course, and I took the clinical route. I'm, yeah, I feel like I know a lot more. I still feel like I need to learn more, um, but... Overall, it's, you know, being able to assess, you know, I do use the DSM-5 to diagnose, yeah, to diagnose people, like, mm-hmm. being clinically diagnosed, not just saying I um, have depression or I have anxiety without having a proper <laughs> diagnosis, mm-hmm. yeah, but I feel like um, now, I feel like it's a lot about being mindful, I'm think I'm very mindful about my mental health but even as a mental health therapist or being in that profession profession there are times where I'm just like I don't recognize that I'm not doing okay like I feel like like after I quit my job I felt like I was good but I realized last week like I haven't been doing good 
-hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. even like accepting that you know, and again, it could be because I am a mental health professional and there is some type of thought in the back of my head that says, you have to be okay, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have to have it together, you know, or you, because you're a mental health therapist, you have to be able to detect it, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. in yourself. But I mean, I think that is not true, um, but sometimes that is a thought that is behind me like telling mm-hmm. me that oh well you're a therapist or even some people uh, could assume like oh you're a therapist you you'll know like you're mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. you're fine mm-hmm. right but that's not true yeah so yeah. i think it's also being gentle with myself and be like yeah. hey i am not perfect yeah you know human beings are not perfect and sometimes even in therapy sessions, I'm talking to my clients about these things. And I sometimes the things that I say, I'm like, Oops. well, Oops. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, girl, you also do it. <laughs> 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 I'm just giving do, it out. Yeah, because I do remember. What I say, not what I do. <laughs> do so, yeah, that basically. But then I realized, I'm like, I need this too. Like, I, I need that too. I remember having a, uh, a session with a client. And the client was very, very like seeing the negative, mm-hmm. negative, negative, negative. And I, I let them know, I'm like, hey, like, yeah, you're feeling this way now, you know, and you have all these thoughts, but you have to shift your thoughts. Just mm-hmm. shift, find something else, like what's working. And then we talked about that, I'm like, okay, then focus on that, you know, and just yeah. know that you can't control others. Yeah, yeah. As much as you want to, you can't control others. You just have to accept that about yourself, uh-huh. that you can only control yourself, your emotions and your yeah. and your actions. And I think that that kind of being like, duh, that yeah, because I was also having some anger, some some anxiety, some stress, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, Chelly, do that too. You should do that too. Yeah, <laughs> you have you no control yourself. over them. So why are you telling me to do that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but you know you don't disclose yeah, yeah. that to your clients because then you yeah, yeah then they will have those response yeah some yeah. of them not yeah all. yeah it's interesting that you say that um yeah, huh. yeah. but it, yeah so i feel like it's i think working as a mental health therapist helps you also identify oh yeah i need help mm-hmm. but also like um yeah just yeah i feel like i it, i know that if i'm not feeling well Yes, I check into my health, mm-hmm. but I also, it's easy for me to go, okay, my health is checked, what about my mental health? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there's no like, oh, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's not, it's, it doesn't come like all of a sudden, but it, sometimes it just takes a while, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, and I think I'm just learning to be more gentle mm-hmm. and compassionate in the sense of like, putting myself first because you mm-hmm. know we are in the helping profession so sometimes with professions that you know serve others it's very easy to put others first and yeah. not yourself so i that's think that's fair. another thing yeah sure. and i think that's one of the reasons why i quit too, to yeah. put myself first yeah 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 even with that has its own little challenges but yeah because again i'm learning about shift. myself yeah yeah it's i need shift. to put myself first and you're like learning about that mm-hmm. like learning how to do that because um, mm-hmm. it's not something you normally do, right? Yeah. It's not something you're always doing. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't taught to do that. Exactly, yeah. 
That was not my upbringing. Right, that is not our upbringing. That is not our upbring- yeah. upbringing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to include myself in there because yeah. I, I also. No, no, but it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about um, you? Uh, what about me? No. Uh, <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, everything you said really resonates with me. And I just, I think the thing that I think a lot about is I started also having a lot of thoughts about what you do with the therapist and what we do with teaching. Um, because in teaching, you feel like you have to be the person who, like, there are times where you feel like you have to be the person that knows everything. Um, but yeah, I think I remember the, the moment that I, because that, that actually brought a lot of anxiety. So to, to talk about a situation in my life where I dealt with a lot of sort of, I guess, negative mental health was when I first became a teacher. I had so many doubts. I had so many, like, I, when I was a student teacher, I remember just being anxious all the time. I was like, why am I doing this? Am I doing the right thing? Is this even for me? Like, mm-hmm. I have never done this classroom thing. Like, who do I think I am? Like, you know, I just, like, I had so many, you know, self kind of deprecating thoughts. Like, I just beat myself up about what I was doing, and I was being anxious, and I didn't, then I didn't do a really good job sometimes, and then I would make me feel a bit worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I came into teaching, and I remember I struggled a lot with, like, lesson planning, because I just, I like had really, my thoughts were just, like I would leave everything to the last minute because I wanted to avoid it mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do it. And then I would do it really late at night. So that means that I didn't sleep well. And it was just these cycles, these crazy cycles of like, and it wouldn't end. And then obviously I think the point for me that it started to, I started to really care a lot about it was when it started to impact other people. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when it had to, when it hit me and I was like, okay, if I don't take care of myself, like, my cooperating teacher is going to be hurt by it because she's expecting me to do this. Um, my students are also going to be like, they're not getting good quality either. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I remember my teacher, the, the teacher that was helping me, she, she would always, I think she, she wrote me a letter one time. It was like, Hey, you're like a really good person. And like, but like, yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you're going to be able to take care of your students, but you got to take care of yourself. And I remember that stuck with me. And I just, I, I always hated when people said that. I was like, you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I don't, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? I take care of myself. I eat, I go, I sleep. <laughs> but like, I never understood that. And then I, yeah. And, and then I guess when I would see the results with my students and with, with like the people around me it was impacting like my relationships with people and stuff like that then that's when I was like oh like Oscar you say you care about people but then look what's happening it's not like you're you know it's it's not creating good situations with mm-hmm. yourself and with other people now so it's mm-hmm. like impacting everybody yeah so um and remember I, I had to start taking some time to to really think about what that meant for me and um for me it was a lot of like, I guess I did, like, therapy a little bit. I remember mm-hmm. doing a little bit of therapy. Um, I remember doing a little bit of, like, i a big meditator. I've been meditating for I don't know how many years now. And that helps with the mindfulness and staying mm-hmm. present. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, I, that's kind of been my experience. It mostly started with, like, work. Mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of says so sometimes I think about it I'm like oh like it says that it had to start there right? like in work I wish it would have been you know I don't know I don't know I guess somewhere else but like because work is so important to us too right like mm-hmm. we grew up just thinking like work work, work yeah. is what you need to be ready for and even yeah. the fact that like a lot of mental health is talked about in terms of like we want to have like like there's a lot of buzz about it because 
if your workers aren't doing well mentally, you won't have profits. You won't have like you won't have good workers. You know. Yeah. So now people are starting to take because they're like, oh yeah, yeah. If we invest in our, you know, folks, like, um, you know, but it's not just that. It's like you also have to individually, right, mm-hmm. invest in that if 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 you want to feel better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So talking about that, right? Yeah. You know, working on ourselves, taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You can talk about like ways, like you mentioned, improvements, right? Mm-hmm. Tips, right? Um, and how, because yeah. maybe it, some people listening may be thinking the way you thought. Right, like, right, right. Like, I don't like that. I don't like when people tell me to take care of myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, what does it mean to I love mean, myself? Yeah, and, yeah, no, but it's, but <laughs> what does it mean to take care of my it's he- real, mental health? Yeah, yeah, because you hear that, and like, you hear that all the time with mental health. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, take care of your mental health, take care of your physical health, take care of your physical, but like, how, like, how do you do it? Like, yeah. how, and, and, yeah, because it's like if you don't know about that stuff. You... And sometimes, you know what? Yeah. Social media can be very sarcastic when it comes to mental health and how to help each other. Like, not to help each other. Like, taking care of your mental health. Yeah. Like, it, it could be very sarcastic and dark sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I will, I'll give you one tip. I think, uh, I think, this is me personally, mm-hmm. um, I think social media is at the root of a lot of mental health. <laughs> so if you are listening to social media for mental health stuff, I mean, I actually, I mean, that's just me, right? This is my perspective because I think some people yeah. definitely learn a lot and there are some really good channels out there that like spread some really good information. Yeah. Um, but the constant comparison mm-hmm. on social media just really yeah. can be a lot. <laughs> and again, I think this is very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember, I don't know if I did a presentation on social media and mental health because um, clinical supervision, we had to like do presentations, mm-hmm. but I do know that, yeah. Yeah, it does. It does affect our mental health. And sometimes people go to the extreme of, like, delete your account, right? Oh, yeah. But sometimes yeah. it doesn't have to be that. It is, yeah, 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 it doesn't have I to think, be that. I and I think it's, again, practicing mindfulness, right? Being present and also being in tune with your emotions, right? So even asking yourself simple questions. When you log in to your Instagram, let's say you're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling right now? You're... You know, you're five minutes into your Instagram feed. How do you feel? Are you comparing yourself? Do you feel sad? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel, like, low self-confidence? If you start feeling these emotions of, like, ah, I don't feel good. I don't feel great. I don't feel happy. I don't feel confident. Then log off. Like, or just, like, take it out. Like, not take it out, delete it, but, like, move into something else. Yeah, sometimes I do that. I'm even thinking about do a, doing a cleanse, like a social media cleanse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to Mexico. Going to Mexico, <laughs> yeah. Where there's no internet. internet. <laughs> Although there is internet. I'm yeah. being forced not to. The signal, yeah. <laughs> but I also think that's, yeah. So on the other end, though, I do think that our brains, mm-hmm. they are deceiving. They deceive us a little yeah. bit. And so it can... That's why mindfulness and all this stuff is like... I, I, I think mindfulness is like advanced. And you're a therapist, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's like advanced level like yeah. it's like level 50 like it's like it's like a high level thing yeah. and it takes time to build that like mm-hmm. it does take time to build that i think people and that's what people would say they're like oh just just start off or just do this but it, it actually the pre the thing that you need to do mm-hmm. first is learn how to be mindful mm-hmm. uh and that that takes some time right like yeah uh, and actually maybe this is a question i would have for you because i did it through meditation and like mm-hmm. breathing because i get so anxious and i'll be like 
and I'm thinking about a million things, uh-huh. but like, what are some ways that one can become more mindful? Because I think mindfulness is like at the root of like, it, when you become mindful about it, you start to realize, oh, I'm anxious when I'm scrolling, so uh-huh. I should do something about it, right? Uh-huh. And now I can kind of do the, whether it be the cleanse, whether it be the uh-huh. get it off, or like, yeah. what are some other things I think yeah I think sometimes you know they do have free classes so mindfulness LA that's a website you can go to 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 join Mm -hmm. a class one thing Mm -hmm. but another thing is just like I think even though it may feel hard but it's just creating the habit of asking yourself like how am I right now Mm -hmm. how am I doing like doing a check-in if you have to put your your phone have different timers or alarms saying yes, like yes. check in like how am I doing today? like just saying like check in and check in could be like just sit for a minute and answer the question how am I doing mm-hmm. and it could be anything it could be an emotion or it can be just how your body's feeling does it feel tired does yeah. it feel like jittery anxious is there too much caffeine in your yeah, system yeah, that you're yeah. like I, I, I feel like I can do anything um, yeah, yeah. or are you crashing do you have a sugar yeah, yeah. you had your sugar high and now you're crashing and you feel sleepy yeah, yeah. just being in and something silence just being in silence so that being purposely on silence for a minute I'm, I want to put you on, on the spot right now yeah. so when do you do that when do I do yeah. that Never, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or what? No. Or because you do okay, okay. Because I, I, I say that not to like I put you on the spot, but also because we actually are doing we do we all do yeah. things actually, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes it is that scrolling. It yeah. is there is like some sort of check in, and what you need to do is rewire it so that yes. you do something a little bit more. Yeah, that's why productive. sometimes I go from Instagram to TikTok. Yeah, no kidding. Because you want that change, you can <laughs> yeah. like no you no need a little bit of change yes. of stimulus. Yes, you know? change of stimulus. So. I honestly, when I start, when I notice, because I do. I, I think it's just practice because I remember doing this so much during grad school because I had a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things were coming up during grad school yeah. imposter syndrome anxiety attacks yeah, yeah, panic yeah. attacks to the point that I went through I had my therapy I had like this other thing with breathing exercises and then I joined mindfulness groups and I joined an anxiety group as, as well and I think that really helped me like to do it even like I won't say subconsciously, but even like when I'm in Instagram and I'm in my bed, because sometimes it's the first thing that I, you know, it takes me a few days to realize every day I start doing this. It's the first thing I do. And I'm like, no, let's change that. I'm not going to do that. What am I going to do first? Let me go to the restroom. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. take your, don't take your phone. Don't take your phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah, take your phone. So then I start doing that. Sometimes, yeah, when I'm scrolling, I start noticing like okay, I'm getting my eyes are getting tired, or I start noticing certain things. I start checking in with myself, and then I just like kind of sometimes have to throw the phone to the ground, mm-hmm. or put it in the opposite side of my room. Yeah. Be like I'm not gonna touch it, and then I just sit in, and then sometimes I'm not. I'm already stimulated, so I'm just like in my bed, and then that's where I kind of start doing that. Mm-hmm. You know. Say, like, okay, what are the plans for today? And I was like, okay, how am I feeling? Do I have the energy? Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. started having a conversation, like, self-talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, to process that. And I'm a, I think one of the main things that I do encourage everyone is self-talk. Mm-hmm. Just self-talk. And then if you could do positive self-talk, even better. Yeah, yeah But right. just self-talk because you're living with yourself. Right, You're right, right. the only person that knows you very mm-hmm. well. 
and you're the only person that is going to move forward. Right, right. Yeah. People can help you. Yeah. But you, your motivation is going to come from you. Right, right. Yeah. And that's an important, that's a very important So it's like sometimes you have idea. to learn how to talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, come on, Charlie. I know you're, I know you don't want to do this, but come on. What are you looking, let's, let's find one thing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Starbucks okay like let's do this and then like okay and then sometimes with anxiety because I feel like I have anxiety if there was a diagnosis for me that would be an anxiety some anxiety but I do have anxiety symptoms so I feel like sometimes when I think about the whole day I end up getting too overwhelmed Mm -hmm. so sometimes Mm -hmm. I just have to like one thing one thing just one thing today yeah and even though it's it may feel hard or it may feel even that's not enough. Yeah. You're gonna get it done. Yeah, yeah. And then it's done. Yeah. 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 So I mean yeah. I think that's how I practice no, it's, it. That's yeah, that's yeah, really good it, stuff. Yeah. And again it's just forming habits. So you don't have to do all the tips that are out there. Just find one, one that day. you it's doable, that it's smart goals. Yeah. That is doable and you realistic that you can do it. You know you can do it, mm-hmm. and that you can add into your daily life. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's yeah. such great advice. I feel like just sometimes, one. Yeah, and yeah. You'll be good. You'll be good, and then then from there having that habit, it, it creates motivation. Mm-hmm. It creates self confidence. Right. Mm-hmm. It creates self esteem. Okay, if I can do one, I can do another thing. Mm-hmm. Then you start adding the other thing. Yeah, yeah. But don't don't jump from zero to a hundred. Right, all of a right, sudden. right. And also understanding, like, even those kind of fall through sometimes, mm-hmm. and you kind of learn to pick them back up, yeah. right? Like, you, yes. you will, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, I remember when I started, I was like, med- yeah, meditating was a big thing. I think yeah. meditating came a little bit, it was like, it just fit right with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I would do it one time, and it would feel good. But then, you know, after, like, two or three times, like, ah, I don't want to do it anymore. Or, like, something would happen, and you wouldn't do it. Um, but then you always, I think that was the other thing I think I talked to my therapist, like, just, See if you can come back to it. Like, be gentle with yourself. Because sometimes we, like, beat ourselves up. And we're like, oh, I'm not going to do it. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work because it just isn't. Yeah. It isn't for me. And so yeah. we just leave it, and then we're negative again. And mm-hmm. So it yes. just takes some consistency, some persistence a little bit. Persistence, consistency, patience, patience and gentleness. And gentleness, like you yeah. Gentleness, you know. For sure. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's the... Yeah, so I mean, like, journaling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's not journaling, maybe you don't like to write, talk. Record yourself. You can record yourself, yeah. Record yourself, yeah. Yeah. If you don't like talk, if you like to see yourself, do a little vlog. Like, you have a laptop, you have a camera, just put, like, put on record and start talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need to do that in order, because sometimes our thoughts are very unorganized up here in our brain, that when we speak it, there has to be some form of organization coming out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my clients, like, you talking, writing, you know, expressing it, it's going to come out organized in some way, and it's going to be easier for you to know what are you, what you're going through mm-hmm. or what you're feeling. And sometimes sure. through your own talk, self-talk, you start figuring out what's wrong and how to help yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which usually is what therapy is. I've been in therapy sessions where I just talk. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this. With you the, figured it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, figured it out. Yeah. I'm like, 
dang and i paid yeah. no i'm kidding no no, no. no. or but even even my clients they just yeah. let it all out and at the end and i try to like go in and be like hey this could help you and at the end they're like oh i need to do this yeah, yeah. i think this will help me and i'm like yeah yes. okay great awesome and all they needed to do was to express themselves and just talk it out yeah yeah yeah, yeah i remember uh my therapist always used to say um your brain is like she, he would always say like the globe like the i don't know if you the the one where you shake it the one with the snow yeah, it's like yeah. your brain right now is like this and then you yeah. shake it and it was like a whole bunch of snow yeah. and it's like when you meditate when you talk it out when you do these things you and actually even time too even sometimes you don't even need to talk about it although you know obviously you're encouraged to talk about it but even with time because for a bigger thing right mm-hmm. over time the you know, the snow settles and like mm-hmm. your mind becomes clear and then you can do things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how sometimes the brain works, right? And there are things you can do to make it settle. There are things, sometimes it's just time, right? If it's like a bigger traumatic event or things mm-hmm. like that. Yes. Like it just takes some time and then once your mind is clear, then yeah. you have that clarity to do what you need to do, yeah. figure out what you need to do. And, yes. And then, and then sometimes it happens again and it's going to be jumbled up again mm-hmm. and then you kind of have to, but now you know it's going to settle down and, or you have things that you do that make you mm. relaxed and yeah. that's the journey I think. Yeah, that at is. Least, at least that's Yeah. So I mean like I mentioned journaling, like a little recording yourself, a mm-hmm. camera, recording yourself, audio recording. Right. What do you um, think okay, how about this one? What do you think about social media? Social because media people say they express themselves through social media. So Again again, you? it could be helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, they do it as a challenge. Like, I want to help my self-esteem, my (laughs) self-confidence. I'm going to post. Like, I'm doing that. Like, I want to be more active. I want to engage more with my, well, not even my followers, my friends. Because they're mostly my followers. No, (laughs) okay. Forward, no, I'm kidding. With my (laughs) friends. So, I do want to, you know, because I appreciate when they when they post and I'm like okay I haven't seen you in a long time but I like what you're doing or like mm-hmm. it's cool to see your journey so yeah I think it is but again if you start feeling if you start noticing that you're feeling sad or you're starting having like these negative thoughts or if there's negative comments because you know social media can be mean sure, you, yeah, yeah. You have that. yeah let's take a break yeah or just leave it you know revisit it like you said like you know sometimes you forget about them then you pick them right back up so you can even do it purposely you'd be like okay i did this i expressed myself it it helped me for a little bit but then it's not helping me anymore let me switch to something else yeah yeah i think it's finding it you're not always gonna have like these five things all the time like these five copies are gonna help you the rest of your life it changes because your situation changes yeah, and yeah, you yeah. grow too. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, be, that's a, yeah, yeah. Like for me, now journaling is very hard. But now I like to talk, so I record or I record myself. And I have like, okay, cool. And then I don't listen to myself because it's like weird. <laughs> but yeah, but I feel like I talked it out. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or even just stretching. Oh, yeah. Just stretching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to, I like to do... Actually, this is something I don't think a lot of people know. Recently, I started doing like uh, uh, kind of like foot soaks. Okay. <laughs> late at night to relax. Because uh, I have, I, I'm big on like sleeping. I'm big on wanting to get good sleep. 
full disclosure, I don't get good sleep all the time. Mm-hmm. But I know part of my routine was to like soak my feet in warm water. Mm-hmm. It like helps with circulation, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps with some other stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, um, yeah, having a routine for me, that's been the biggest thing for me. I've just set up routines like at night. I have a routine uh, where I like brush my teeth, I floss, I do every like I do all these things that. At first, it's really hard, especially if you don't do them. And they seem really simple things. Because, you know, some people say, like, you know, like when you think about brushing your teeth, it's like, oh, yeah, everybody brushes their teeth. But honestly, like, it's hard. Like, I, I had a, especially when you're having mental health stuff, like, it's hard to even do stuff like that. Even shower. So, or shower or do, yeah, just like things that, oh, yeah, everybody expects you to do. But when you have mental health stuff, when you're dealing with things, like, it can be really difficult mm-hmm. to do even those things. So, so I, I feel, feel like that's something that I can, like, hang. That's, like, the one thing. I remember yeah. I used to kind of, like, hang myself on, like, I brush my teeth, I floss, like, that. Like, even if, the, if that was yeah. the one thing I did, it was, like, awesome. And then I started adding things, like, I recently started doing, like, my face. Like, I started washing my face. Oh, wow. And, like, doing some facial, cle- like, just some cleansing. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then I started doing the foot thing. And mm-hmm. then... Um, I'm, I'm the kind of person sometimes I go from zero to hundred really fast, so I'm, I'm like I can be like that. But but even yeah, I've noticed that it's slowly I've added little things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do journaling right before. The reason also I do all these things is because because I have a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have to kind of find ways to relax, and those are the things. When I set that routine, it helps me relax over that time, right? Over that hour or whatever, I turn off and then throughout this whole thing, no screens because screen time. The screen actually messes with your right your brain. Yes. So finding things to do between the that one hour before I go to bed is really important to me to get really good sleep. Um, yes. And so doing that, doing the journaling, and then doing the meditation. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of things actually. <laughs> Sometimes I, I think I overdo it a little bit, but but it's what helps me. It's just it's just it's just what helps. And I think sometimes like if you're like me, you kind of like you're like nah, I don't want to do things. Like that's weird. Like mm, like. But, but I, I, I think, think I've, I've, I've been like, no, I really want to be well. And like, yes, it's weird. Yes, it's no, nobody's doing that in my family. Mm-hmm. Like, who's doing that in my family? Nobody. Like, yeah. But I want to be well. And I want to do well. And I care about myself. And and I'm going to do it. So yeah. I do it. And I've been able to follow through with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I feel really proud. And sometimes I don't. And that's yeah. okay, too. Um, and I feel good. Yeah. Maybe somebody's going to make fun of me for it. But who cares? Like, I, I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> and uh but, but you know, know it takes time. It takes time. It does. It, it does. Time. And I mean again like it doesn't mean like if you're not doing it right yeah, now you're not, you're not yeah, you're or if like if you're not doing it you don't love yourself or you don't yeah, like yeah. yourself or you don't want to be well. Sometimes it's just different challenges. Like yeah. again, it because I, I became a social worker and then a therapist it I kind of had to learn, you know, I had to take care of myself and it was more easier because I was already in the field, right? You yourself also with the knowledge. Some people are just not, it's not, it's not something that, that they grew up with, right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't grow up with, so it's, it yeah. may be very hard, not because you don't want to, it's just very hard because it's, you've never done it before. It's different, yeah. I remember like one of my clients, like it was very hard for them to have positive statements or have mm-hmm. affirmations. Like, couldn't do it couldn't do it and they were very like hardcore like i have to just suck it up and do it myself and if i don't then i just need to try harder and i'm like let's try some affirmations you know because you know maybe that could help you be gentle with yourself Mm -hmm. sometimes it's because and that person they have no one in their family ever had anything Mm -hmm. positive Mm -hmm. to say yeah 
It, they just grew up in negativity. Right. No, for yeah. sure. Or just saying like backhanded compliments, negative mm. comments, indirectas, all that stuff. Yeah. And so it's it's okay. And it's okay if you start from there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just one thing. One thing. Just one, one thing. thing. Yeah, one yeah. thing. And again, these tips, uh, again, you can use them. I would say this is just something for your well-being overall, your mental health overall. If you are experiencing high anxiety, depression, trauma, more than two weeks, I would say see a professional. Like how to get therapy. I would say start now. But again, you know, sometimes it's not accessible or sometimes you don't want to or just very hard for you to take the first step. It's fine. But just know that if you're not doing well and there's a point where you're just like, I don't know what else to do. I think that's where, like, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of like a sign, like, yeah, you need yeah. professional help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think, like, if you are listening, I mean, it's weird kind of talking to, because there's no audience here, but if you are listening to this, it's also a step, I think. Mm-hmm. You chose to listen to something, and sometimes you, you know, that's what social media does. I think mm-hmm. it gives you your access sometimes to things that you didn't before, yeah. and, and then the next step, obviously, is to figure out, you know, where to look professionally which that in itself i know right now you know we've been talking for a while but that, that in itself is another whole topic about yeah. how to get the, the correct help oh, but we I might say, revisit this yeah we <laughs> might revisit this yeah but, but i also want to say too like like we find people find ways right like our family like i even think about sometimes i think about and this is kind of like the notes something i i want to leave at least for me is that like for example my parents you know obviously they have now looking at them through this lens we can see a lot of things, right? You're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, they have anxiety too. Mm-hmm. They have depression. They have this. You know, but they're like, for, well, you know, they're 40, 50, 60. Like, they've gone through this. Yeah. And they found ways to cope. Maybe not always the healthiest way, mm-hmm. but you do find ways to, to cope with them. And, and these tools will augment that, if anything. Like, these tips will yes. improve them. Getting the professional help will make it, you know, improve that mm-hmm. even further so mm-hmm. yes I, don't know. I think that's the thing that i always try to remember too yeah that's true that's true i do want to talk briefly maybe a minute about this even though it could be its own topic but there has been conversation and i think people have seen it in social media but there's actual also psychologists and therapists and people in the field who are um hispanics blacks um just non-white mm-hmm that therapy in itself, psychotherapy, comes from a white system. A privilege, men created these theories, these interventions, you know, like, and we get that. So, and I think that's one one of the things that, like, it's not a cookie cutter, you know. I'm not saying to not have therapy because it's built by a white system, but there's so many other different ways Mm -hmm. to treat mental health or or for your wellness your well-being you know and again when we talk about mental health we mean your psychological so like your mind socially and emotional well-being so there's different ways um so i don't i do understand if sometimes you're like against it because it's built by a white system but again like it's and sometimes even the terminology that it's used is like functional right so it's like oh to get better, you treat it so you can be a 
co-worker or to do something or for you to do something but honestly i when i think about therapy or when i think about mental health it's just if you have dreams if you have goals within yourself that if there you have a mental health problem it's that those there are certain things that are going on with your body that are not helping you fulfill those dreams and goals and it's just hindering you so what we want at least for me and i think there's many therapists who want this for for people we want to help you be able to process what's going on if it's an experience or if it's just things coming up or if it's thoughts emotions and help you get to where you want to be so if it's like being a graduate right high school whatever um if it's you know you know being able to manage certain things that you have on your plate you know if it's you know just needing help yeah yeah or just needing a time for yourself even therapy can be that a time for yourself yeah if that's gonna help you feel better yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. We we've, we've gone, gone over. I still. I mean, this is such an interesting topic. topic. I have like one more thing. Maybe yes, we can try to end thing. it. Maybe we can yes. try to end this on this one. But like, um, I guess kind of bringing it back to us too. Mm-hmm. Like, what is one thing that maybe you're still learning about? What is one thing that maybe you're still kind of figuring out or or trying to do or. Yeah. Just, just to, to kind of give them a sense of like, like hey we're, we're also working, working on this yeah. too we're not oh, experts yes. we're not uh, you know we we are we're human beings and that's the thing I think that the, the, the core we're human beings we're human beings yes. even though we're teachers we're and not therapists, perfect we also have those things mm-hmm. right? continuously yeah um, yeah yeah I don't know I don't know if that's a good no way yes we can end it that, that way um, I think yeah I could I'll say briefly that I, myself, I'm learning about having habits and forming a routine because past habits and past routines no longer work for me. And I, I say that because I don't find pleasure in them or I don't find it to help me. You know, if anything, I just task. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. So kind of like, creating and learning that hey yeah that happens and every season there's gonna be like if i could think of life as seasonal like there's seasons where certain things will work and sometimes you have to change it Mm -hmm. because of things that are going on around you or in yourself Um, so i think i'm trying to and especially in this season i think i have to i'm learning a lot of things about myself and things that are no longer working and things that so it's kind of finding out what are what's gonna work for me, yeah, and being gentle about that, mm-hmm. not not being like no, but you have to get it now, you have to find it now, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that's and that's life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, again, accepting as well that yeah, this is that it's gonna get better, yeah. right? Sometimes sometimes we're so stuck in the like in the moment that we just drain in that moment and sometimes we drown in it but no it will get better because what's it called change is constant so there's always going to be changes Mm. you know and you may feel sad today you might not feel sad tomorrow or in a few days yeah you may you will feel a little bit better yeah but that's that's what i'm going through yeah and it's true i'm not perfect I may have knowledge and I have helped people, yeah, but I also am going through my journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What about you, Oscar? Oh, okay, okay. So, I'm, like, I'm thinking. I'm like also thinking about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I have similar stuff. Where I feel like I'm actually, I kind of, I'm on the end where I tend to create a lot of routines, and then I, I get so rigid about it. So I feel like I've been learning to be a little bit more loose about things and going with the flow and letting. If something doesn't work out, it's it's okay, and and uh, it doesn't it doesn't mean I'm not, you know. Like, like you said, said, it doesn't mean I don't love myself. It doesn't mean like I'm not going to get better, right, if I don't follow these things. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me has always just been self, self-love, just continuously trying to love myself more because, yeah, I think in those dark moments, in those moments where I get stressed and anxious, I think a lot of it, the thoughts that I get are, you know, very, like, I don't, you know, I don't like myself, I'm like this, I'm like that, and I judge myself. I, like, I think I'm very critical of, of myself, and so... Yeah, just, just trying, trying to be more gentle, gentle and loving to myself and others as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to end it here because we can keep on talking. I think we just yes. hit like a little tip of the iceberg yes. on mental health. Yeah, there's a lot of things we didn't cover, but I know that we will revisit this topic. We will. Just because it's such a big topic and yeah. there's a lot of things. But yeah, it, you know, I do want to end it in gratitude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I so like we that. can, and that's another show. tip. We can show you. <laughs> show you, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, three things yeah. that you're thankful for. I have a, I have a story. Actually, oh, okay. I know we're trying to end it, I have a story. <laughs> okay, I'm But sorry. I remember, and then some of some people who are listening, will, like, if you know me, it's like, they're, they're at school, at the school I used to work at, we used to do this thing at the end, which was called, um, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like a gratitude thing at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really nice, you know, it was like a really nice thing. But I remember when I, we would do it, I was just so annoyed about it. Mm-hmm. I was so annoyed about doing gratitude. I just felt like a, it was like an irk, like I would get mad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, why are we doing this kind of thing? I just want to go home. Maybe part of it was that. I'm tired at the end of the day. But it always rejuvenated. Like, rejuvenated yeah. It was rejuvenating. It was nice to even just hear um mm-hmm. so sometimes even just hearing it is a good start um, yes before you start to do it yourself mm-hmm. um, but yes you want to start you want to yeah three things that i'm thankful for today i am thankful that i woke up early today i think this is the earliest i've woken up to um i had to wake up at 6 a.m to check in with my grandma so i'm thankful for that um, I'm thankful for Oscar. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you. Because we're like in our podcast, we're doing this, you know, and we also have our check in. So it's really cool to just like be very transparent and vulnerable in our check ins and just, you know, and also like even though being honest as well, you know, I'm able to joke around with him he- sometimes heavily. Um, but yeah, and he takes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I am thankful. Just for my ability to just, you know, still pr- stay present and gentle. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'm grateful for, I'm also very grateful for Chetty. I think it's, I think the fact that I have some, I'm so lucky that I have somebody that I can come and talk to and, and just like have these conversations and, yeah, the, uh, basically her punching bag no, <laughs> no but it's a lot of fun to, to talk to you um and yeah i guess just grateful for another day 
that I get to, you know, spend with my family, spend here in LA, spend, uh, yeah, just like grateful for that. And I'm grateful for, uh, yeah, I guess just, just like the people around me. I got to go see my friends this past weekend, so I was really grateful that I got to do that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so we ended this way. All right. Bye. Bye.